guys welcome back to life lessons with cheka hey hey i hope you guys are having an amazing week so this episode is going to be part two of postpartum depression with my second child if you have not listened to the first part please go back and listen so um so that Whatever I say in part two makes sense to you. So please, please, if you haven't listened to, to part one, go listen to it and come back and listen to part two, okay? And so, like I said in part one, I went back to work um, after four months of having my son. Um, and yeah, going back was really challenging because... Everything was new. They had new staff members. They had um, teachers that I left in different classrooms. So everything was just new to me. So when I went back, I felt like the environment had totally, totally changed. And um, I mean, they they were asking me how 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 I was doing, being a second uh, second time mom and all that. And at the beginning was good. It, I I I got along with everybody. I got along with my coworkers. And yeah, um, so let's just jump in and and um, see why I had to quit that job. Okay, so. Keep in mind, I'm I was a breastfeeding mother. So before I ha- before I came, um, I went to work. Okay, I had to make sure that I woke up at four every day to pump before coming to work, and so I had to grab my pumping pack or my pumping bag, uh, make my son's. Um, bottles for school made sure my daughter had snacks made sure that I had food to eat and so I had to pack a lot of things before I left the house and so every morning I wake up at four to pump and then when I go when it was during my lunch hour I would go to my car and I would have to pump inside my car and it was a disaster like i said in in part one it was a disaster because pumping in your car is terrible okay if you're doing it right now my hat goes to you please please just see if you can talk to your job to see if they can find any accommodations which i did because i couldn't pump in my car anymore it it was just chaotic and so I talked to the owner and um, a few uh, a few people to see if there is any way that I can be removed from me having to pump in my car to having a little space inside um, inside my workplace. And so the owner actually they she she bought me um, a partition in my son's napping room so i was fortunate enough to pump while my son was napping or playing and so i had a partition in the nap room 
and for most of you that do not know i'm a preschool teacher i i went with my kids to school slash job and i came home with my kids and so in uh, my son's nap room there i had a partition which kind of um shielded me from eyes and other teachers so i, I had a little bit of um a private space um to pump even though it was a partition i i could uh, i could still see outside and and see what the teachers were up to like i could hear uh, i could hear everything i could see everything but i don't think they could see me inside that um a small space and so i had to, to strip myself down um, i i i had to take my shirt i had to take my bra and then i had to go ahead and put on my a pumping bra and i had to put all this stuff on me it was uncomfortable but i did it you have to do what you got to do if you're a breastfeeding mom and so during my lunch hour i would feel pressured you guys um that's the last thing an nasty mother wants um to do is being pressured to to hurry up and pump i cannot hurry a pumping session because if you if you try and hurry yourself into pumping you're going to hurt yourself you're going to hurt your breast you're going to hurt to hurt your um like you're going to just hurt yourself because it's it's uncomfortable trying to rush okay um let me see um so yeah i with me having to rush i had i dealt with clogged ducts still because the because all the pressure to come back so that another staff member can go can go to lunch it just it was not working and so depression hit when all that pressure of me of them telling me oh hey i almost done are you coming back when are you coming back i'm just i i was just like oh my god and so with all that in mind i wasn't concentrating on pumping I, my my mind was elsewhere and when you're pumping you have to concentrate you like you have to calm your body down you have to drink water like you have to be in a stable state you know so with them um asking me and texting me when am i coming back that that rush the feeling of being rushed my milk will not will not come out like the way i wanted i i wanted it to come out uh some days i'll pump five ounces if i was lucky uh, some days i'll pump eight ounces if i was lucky but on my worst days you guys i'll 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 i'll, I'll pump maybe four or under four ounces and that is what caused my block duct and so depression hit when they started coming to my classroom and telling me what to do and what to put on boards and what not to put on boards like how to speak to parents how to be a good teacher and all that and i'm dealing with a four month old and 
I have my own issues at work. So it was really, it was really difficult. It it's a really sensitive topic to talk about because I feel like I'm trying to pull my my um, previous job down, which I'm not. I was happy and blessed for them to give me a little space for me to pump. But at the same time, when a new when a nursing mother comes back to work, she I I felt like nobody understood me and why I had to pump or why I needed more time it, they, they they did not understand and the nursing mothers coming back to work you have to drag your pump parts your bag and everything you know and so coming um, at home when I would when I would um, come home from work I would just feel like I'll feel overwhelmed. I, um, like I said in part one, I I would just go to the shower and just like cry my day off. <laughs> just cry my day off. That is how bad it was, you know. And so, at work we used to have like staff meetings and all that. So with me and my husband not having a babysitter, not having close family members to watch my kids after work. And you guys, after work, I'm exhausted. I don't want to drive home and come back to work for staff meeting. No. I, no. I did not want to do all that. And, but at the same time, we did not have anybody to watch my children. I, my, my husband had and, and um, um, has a full-time job. There was no way for him to tell his work, hey, I got to go home and watch my kids because my wife has a staff meeting to go to. No, you know, he's the breadwinner and, and he's making more than I, than I am. So it, it, it did not make sense for him to cut his hours short for me to just go to that staff meeting. And those staff meetings were, to me, were not... Uh, anyway, I'll keep my opinions to myself <laughs> because I don't want any, uh, I don't want anyone to come to me saying oh blah 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 blah. No, I'll keep my opinions to myself. Those staff meetings were just on on another level, and so I I so when they announced the days to do staff meetings, I was just like oh no, who am I gonna leave my children with? I have no babysitters, I have no family, and I am not going to pay a stranger for two hours for them to watch my children so I can stand that staff so I can attend that staff meeting. Uh, so that kind of, that put a pressure on me because they were kind of tired of me giving them excuses as to why I cannot attend staff meetings. But I I had to go home and take care of my children. There, there was no way I would, I would drive half an hour to go home and leave my kids with who, okay, and then drive back half an hour to go and attend those staff meetings. Mm-mm. It didn't happen. So, so I missed um, staff meetings. 
I missed some of the. Uh, there was another thing that we went to at work on the weekends to clean our classrooms and get ready for the next school year, or I don't know what. I miss those days sometimes because I couldn't. My husband could not take days of work. And so I felt exhausted. The expectations were just too much for um for me because having to come having to had uh, had come back from maternity, I had another life away from work. And my kid my kids come first. I can lose a job today and get another one tomorrow but there is no way i can lose my family and have another family tomorrow it's just it that does not work so of of course i put my family first and so i felt i felt exhausted i was mentally exhausted and remember i after coming back I was sent so before I before I went to work all right I was in a classroom with a four to one ratio okay I could have four kids and be by myself without any other teacher in there that's the ratio I was I was used to for a long time okay and then after coming from maternity leave they put me in the classroom where the ratio was 12 to 1. Can you imagine mothers coming from maternity, being put in a classroom of 12 to 1? And though and I was with the two-year-olds, the two-year-olds have their own mind. They, they have different personalities. They have different behaviors. You're trying to, you're trying to, to keep them away from hitting each other, um, shouting, screaming, climbing tables, climbing chairs. It, it was chaotic. It was chaotic. So that was the classroom I was put into after coming back from um, from uh, from uh, maternity. At first, I was scared. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I, I am not used to this ratio, but they they told me before I came back that my previous classroom had another teacher already in there, so they didn't need me in that classroom, and that's why I took over the 12 to 1 ratio classroom, and that was the only classroom available after I came back from maternity. <laughs> so I, I, I had no choice. I had to work to provide and help my husband provide for our growing family and so I was like you know what fine I'll take the class I'll go in there and so I went in there for a few weeks I was good and come summer we have the we had a um, water play outside and the kids could get wet they could just be drenching with water and so that was, I think that is what got to me, the transition from that 
um, from them having been drenched with water, from the, of, of them being wet, and us coming to the class and changing their clothes, change diapers, and pull dry clothes on the on on them. It, oh, wow! I don't know how I survived, but I survived. And by that time, I had a helper, and she was helpful and in, in, in her own way. She was much older, and she she helped me but that those transitions were a killer to me and then after having all that i go to lunch and then trying to pump and trying to calm myself down it was a disaster and that is where my men my mental breakdown and depression hit i i was filled i was Tired. I was sleep deprived. I was cluster feeding you guys. I was, every day I was on the verge of tears. I I don't know how I survived. I really don't know how I survived, but I did it. And so when so after a few months I left I quit my job when my son was I think 10 months going to 11 months he was not one yet he was he was close to being 11 so I think he was 10 and a half when I quit yeah so when I quit what was the reason I quit was because they were pressuring me to go to a different location that they that they uh, they needed a teacher to go there, and so they came to me. But my car had a uh, my car had a transmission issue, um, issue, and you know when a car has a transmission issue, it's the whole car. You you, you cannot drive a car that has a transmission is issue because it's not drivable. You, you cannot move it. And so my car had a transmission issue and I had to take a week off from work because I did not have transportation. I did not have any way to go to work. And my husband was not going to miss his high paying job for me to go to my low paying job. No, that will, that will not have made sense to me or him. And so I stayed at home for a week um, just hoping and praying that my car was going to be fixed on time for me to return back to work. And so in that week I was home, they were texting me, asking me, hey, how's the car problem? Are you, okay? are you, uh, are you uh, do you have a ride? To, uh, do you have a ride? And so I was likely enough for my car dealer to provide a, a rental for that week. And no, uh, the week after me staying home, my car dealer had um, had me in a rental, and so after a week of me being home, I went to work for a week in a rental car. And so after that, after my car was fixed, I returned the the rental back, and I was back in my car, and I went back to work, and. <laughs> My goodness. And then after a few weeks later, my car had another problem. Had it, had another issue, which I had to take it back to the garage and for them to fix it. 
and so i took another maybe i think that day i took three days off or so because that time it did not take the whole week and i they didn't have a rental so i was forced again to stay home and so that's when the pressure came from work they were like okay uh what what did they say they were they were like okay when when are you planning to come to work when when are you planning to come to work? And I I I I told them I gave them the status. I I even sent the owner of the school the receipt of what needed to be fixed on my car and what they had fixed already. So she like she saw the receipt of the car, okay. And so so after I sent her the receipt. She was like, okay. And so I was already depressed. I was already just overwhelmed with with everything that was going on. I, I, I couldn't think straight those few weeks. I could not think straight. So I went so I went to the to my to the owner of the school and I told her I need to take some time off or I need to cut my hours down because I, this is killing me my work life is killing me my my me being a mother back home is killing me I, I need to cut my hours off or I need to take some time off and so she suggested I take I take some time off and I was just like to come and think of it no I don't want to take some time off let me just cut my hours and come I come for I think I was coming six hours instead of eight hours and so I cut my hours down and so me cutting my hours down kind of like shifted everybody's schedule around you know and so with me doing that Everybody else felt the pressure, I guess, because I was not coming in at my expected time. I was I was coming in for six hours and going home, and so I don't. Some of my coworkers were like, "Okay, you you're not here full time. Okay, it's all right." And so when when finally, finally, before I quit, finally my car again went down on me. And I got stuck on I, I got stuck on the highway. Like my car did not move for maybe five minutes, and I I had to pull over. And I called my husband. He's like, "Okay, well, I might work right now. I and I'm far away from you." And so we talked about a solution, blah blah blah. And I turned the car back on, and it was drivable. And I drove it back home, and I drove home, and. I called my work and I told them what happened and they were like, okay, okay, I, I, I hope you're okay and blah, blah, blah. And so that following Monday, I, uh, that following Sunday, I was getting things ready for the kids and me trying to go, um, and just trying to go back to work that following Monday. And I get, um, I get, um, a text message from the owner asking me if I would be interested in moving to the location that uh, I mean to the other location that they had 
and I was like, no, I don't want to move to, to I don't want to move to the other location. I'm good here. And she was like, and she was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just see if we can play around with your schedule, and hopefully your car is fixed. I was like, okay. So we talked about me not wanting to go to the other location before she came again, and she's like, you know what? We are moving you to the other location. That was that to me. What was the ultimatum? They were like, you, 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 you just have too many things going on. You either go to the other location where they they need help because your shift here has been given to somebody else because you are not showing up. And I was just like, oh my god, okay. So you're giving me an ultimatum. Either I go to the other location or I quit on my own and not have a job. And so with all that pressure, I, when everything going on and me not, me not being in a mental state, I was just like, okay, check out. You need to make a decision. Either you go to the other location, which is far away from home, or you quit by yourself and so I talked to my husband and we came we came to an agreement he was just like I can see how exhausted you are I can see that you are trying I can see it in your face that you 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 are just over it and I told him I was over it and he and and he was like you know what we have talked about it but the final call is yours and so when I got a text when I got the text message on Sunday before I went to work I get a message from the owner saying we are moving you to the other location I was just like okay yeah you're not moving anybody you are not moving me over there okay uh, because we had already talked about it and I said no the first time you are you you asked me I'm not gonna move, and now you're giving me an ultimatum to move to that location. And I, I, I told her no, I can't move, and I just quit, right, on the text message. I we um after she sent me that text message, I called her and and we talked to, to see if there was any solution. Blah blah blah. We couldn't meet halfway, and I was just like, okay, no, that's it. That's it. I am not going to exhaust myself. I am not going to to put my high my blood pressure to the point where I am just going to collapse. Okay, that no, I quit. I without a second thought, I, I just told her I quit because I am not going to stress myself. I am not going to stress my children. That was it, and so I quit. So the lesson, the lesson that I want you guys to take from this is, it motherhood is difficult. Motherhood is exhausting, but at the end of the day, it's rewarding. In the most, in the most beneficial way you can possibly think of. After I quit, you guys, I was so relieved. I was happy. I could feel 
my stress level just coming to not not to an end but um to a level where I, 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 I could be able to breathe I was just like okay okay I'm home with the children what's next and so I took two weeks off and I was just I was just with my kids we I took my kids places which I didn't have time to take them to because of work and all that and so yeah I I, I was just like oh wow I am I'm feeling better I can't I am now able to reshape myself and look what else is out there and so after two and a half weeks close to um no actually i think i was home close to a month before i started this new job that i'm at right now i was home for yeah a good one month and (laughs) my mothers you can do this you you can lose a job and have another job if you're willing to but your family is important your family is the most important job you could have motherhood is rewarding i tell you at the end of the day you you just be like oh my god i'm glad i made that decision and you have to make the decision with your partner if you if you have a partner in your life okay you guys have to come to an agreement mommy mommy yes mom if you're exhausted if you're overwhelmed if you're crying in the shower if you're crying yourself to sleep do not let your job dictate you do not let your job make the this the decision for you no i did it i i quit without having an answer to what i was gonna do next but god works in mysterious ways and i now now that i took the like i was courage enough to say you know what i quit i now have the opportunity to um, to to um to ask for more money than what i was getting paid before so you can quit your job and re and reshape yourself and work on your resume and say no i deserve better than this i can do better than this and so the job that i'm at right now i'm getting more than what i was getting paid over there and i'm less stressed and i'm spending more time with my children i know I'm spending more time with my children because I'm not stressed. I'm not that depressed. I mean, I have my days where I'm tired. I'm not going to lie. Being a mother of two, yeah, (laughs) it's exhausting, but it's good. But I'm not stressed to the point where I'm crying myself to sleep. I'm crying. I'm crying in the shower anymore. No, I'm, I can breathe is what I'm trying to say. Like I can breathe without feeling like I'm being choked i can breathe and which and that is good because my kids are not happy they're they're getting their mother back so i'm i'm where i want to be right now but but i'm not satisfied yet (laughs) i'm still going to work on my resume and polish that resume and say hey no it's time to move on and it's something it's time for something better and so i'm good i'm good now i'm just taking it day by day 
making sure my my kids have my attention my husband has my attention and i'm taking care of myself because self-care is important self-care is a must okay and so yeah thank you guys i think i have covered everything i think i have so don't feel pressured you can do this we can do this i love you guys thank you for listening and i'll see you in the next episode